Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of The Spilled Tea. I am your host, Emmy, and I'm solo tonight because I have a special guest. Um, first, I wanted to say hi to Mariette Gailey. She always listens. She's our, like, number one fan, and she's so awesome. Hi, Mariette. Um, but we have a special guest. It's So everybody knows how, like, boy crazy I am, whatever. Um, he was one of the first guys that I had a crush on when I moved to Boston, and it was, like, one of those, like, celebrity crushes where you're just, like, I don't know. I, I just... I tried to find out everything about him. I, my stalker skills weren't so great back in 2007. And I got so mad when I found out he was married. And then I got even more mad when I found out he had kids. I was so <laughs> mad. But um, he's funny. He's a great guy. Um, his name is Santi Diolio. Say hello, Santi. Hello, everybody. And hello, Emmy. I appreciate you uh, having me on. This is a huge honor. And I'm looking forward to this. Well, thank you, guys. Well, not a problem. Well, I honestly, I didn't even think about having you on until, I don't know, I don't, I don't even know when. It just kind of came because I wanted to know what happened, and we'll talk about that in a minute. And also, I had a feeling that you're funnier than you appear to be, I guess. Um, for people who don't know Sandy, you're living in a bubble, but he's... um. He was the the radio personality and executive producer of Jam in 94.5 in Boston. And um, he was there until July of this year. When did you, let's just jump into it. When did you start there? And how did you climb up from whatever to executive producer? Well, um, in college, I, uh, they, they, they made us uh, get internships. So my first internship mm-hmm. was jamming, and I, my first day there was oh. uh, June, June 5th of 2000. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, you can do the math. That's for like 15 years back. And from there, I kind of yeah. started as an intern and pretty much, for the most part, um, worked my way up. I mean, I started with the morning show, so it's kind of where I always mm-hmm. wanted to be. But um, mm-hmm. just kind of worked my way up, did everything I could to, to stick out, to uh, meet people, to help out in any department, and just kind of found my way. And just, you know, once I became uh, an associate producer, I started doing, like, the on-the-street stunts where, like, they'd send me out. Mm-hmm. I'd um, call in from, like, a Target and just, just raise mm-hmm. help. I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and then from there I kind of transitioned into executive producer and kind of was working both the roles and then kind of went away from the. Um, on, yeah, I know it's fine. Went away from the on-air part and then kind of 
was just producing, and then when there was a kind of uh-huh. void on the morning show, they put me into the co-host part, and that's when I really, like, fell in love with it. I, and I kind of felt like I could be me there, and that's where, uh-huh. you know, led me up until July. Right. And um, before we get to, you know, the details about what happened in July, not details, but what happened in July, yeah. um, I remember when I first started listening, so I moved to Quincy back in January 2007, and my friend said, I said to him, I'm like, you know, I'm from the Springfield area. Is there a hip-hop station? He said, Jamma 94.5, so I turned it on. I remember it was Pebbles, um, um, the freaking Puerto Rican, and then Crazy Kulo. And I was like, who the hell is Crazy Kulo? <laughs> and doesn't that mean butt? Like, what's going on with that yeah. name? It's so weird. It means, cr- and it then, means crazy ass. <laughs> oh, okay. So I was like, why do they call him that? And then I looked you up. I'm like, oh, a tall bald guy. He's cute. And then, um, and then you started doing some of the things that you were doing. And I'm like, this guy's a whack job. I remember, and I will never forget this as long as I live. There's a video of you online licking near a urinal. Why on yeah. the hell did you do that? Like, so, what is going to your head? So, I actually, I did that. I mean, well, first I have to say, doing all that stuff was never my thing. I actually would prefer not to do all that stuff in that way, but I did it because I felt okay. like that was the best way for me to get on the air. Oh, my God. So, and then I always knew that the, the more disgusting things I did, the more kind of mm-hmm. attention I would kind of get for it. So mm-hmm. there was a urinal in our building that was always disgusting. So oh my God. I, I was I was offered five hundred dollars in cash to do it. So I was like, all right, then I'll do it. So to me, that wasn't that big of a deal. I'm like, I'll do it for five hundred bucks. And honestly, I'd say now, like, I do it again for five hundred bucks. Like, you know, so what? it's free money. Yeah. Now the unfortunate thing is, is that there's a video out there. So yeah, there's a video. It's there forever. Now yeah. you are. When did you get married, by the way? I got married uh, in 2005. Um, when did that happen? What, the getting married part? No, the um, the, the urinal thing. Uh, I mean, I don't know, maybe 2008, 2009. It, I mean, it was long after. It could have even been, like, two, 2002. I mean, but I was definitely married when I did that. Okay, what did she say about this stuff that you did? Like, is she like, are you insane? Or is she just like, ugh, that's fine. It's, it's usually a combination of, like, you're insane or you're an idiot. <laughs> and then that's really the conversation would kind of end. Uh, she's pretty good. She doesn't, she doesn't entertain it. She uh, just calls mm. it what it is. It's like, you're an idiot. So <laughs> Now, are you as, like, crazy at home? as you were on air, or are you just kind of like, that's kind of your radio persona? No, it's kind of it's kind of the way that I am. Um, you know, yeah. with kids at home, too, it's easier to act like an idiot and have it be funny. Mm-hmm. But I'm always, you know, I like to have a good time. I like to keep things loose yeah. and fun, you know, so I keep it consistent. And my wife kind of balances that out where she's the opposite. So I think it kind of mm-hmm. works. I mean, if I was with somebody like, just like me, it would be, it just would be annoying oh for each other. So, and you and Joanna have been together for what since college? Yeah, our first date was uh, February second, two thousand one. Look at you and your dates, go boy! That's awesome. 
Yeah, I like um, to say I wow. pay attention a lot. Um, I just remember sometimes driving into work like, oh, my God, poor Joanne. Like some of the things that you would do would just be like, ugh. And then when she'd have to come on air, I'd feel so embarrassed. I'm like, she's going to kill him. He's not going to be alive tomorrow. Well, trust me, there were many there were many times where I would tell a story on the air, and I mean, I wouldn't mm-hmm. hear from her like all day, and I could tell by the way she would walk in the door that we were going to have an issue, and we had plenty of talks of like, you went too far today, you did this, you did that, yeah. but for the most part, she you know she, yeah. she understood what it was and got it. But now, do you she still definitely jump in the bed to sleep in it? Um, like, yeah, it's the high jump. Comment. Yeah, she made a comment last night about it because we had we had had a conversation about something, and she said that I was in a bad mood, so I I lied down into bed. But when I'm in a good mood, apparently Whoa. I still jump. But I definitely do jump in the bed, so because again, I find it funny because she gets annoyed. Stop annoying that poor woman. Oh, you she can't. Has enough so to much deal fun. With. She, she does, but twins. She this poor woman has four kids to deal with. Twins, your older kid, and you. Like, leave exactly. her alone. <laughs> exactly. So, what, if you could say it in a, because um, I don't ever want to bash anybody, um, mm-hmm. what happened at Jammin? Like, what? what? In, regards, uh, in regards to everything that happened in July? Yeah, because the... Before the holiday of this year, I was like, oh, back on Monday. And then Monday came around, I'm like, wait, where are they? Tuesday? Hmm. I was like, what's going on? Could you just clear it up a little bit? Sure. I'm I'm still confused. Yeah. So for the few months leading up to, to July 2nd, that was the day we ultimately got pulled off the air, Romero mm-hmm. or the, and the company, I guess, had been talking about contracts because Romero's contract is up at the end of this year. So they were mm-hmm. negotiating or starting the process of negotiating. And from what I gathered mm-hmm. through this whole thing, Romero's contract is up at the end of the year, of this year, and he legally, apparently, in his contract, could start negotiating um, as of July 1st. But okay. in good faith, in good faith, I guess, the company was offering stuff before, and he was speaking with them about everything. But it kind of took mm-hmm. a weird turn um, where I guess he mm-hmm. wasn't really feeling taken care of by them, taken care of mm-hmm. by our boss. So he said mm-hmm. he wanted to wait and hold off until July 1st to start negotiating again to kind of just clear his head and start everything uh, fresh. Right. So Makes sense. Yeah, in that whole process, they gave him... Um, so they still had been offering offering him, you know, more money, I guess, a bigger contract. But Romero was just like, listen, I just, just please just let me start negotiating this on July 1st. And through this whole time, like, he had been dealing with stuff in his personal life with um, yeah. his ex-wife being sick with, uh, with yeah. brain cancer. Brain cancer. Um, mm-hmm. So he was trying to get a lot of things in his life situated the right way, you know, um, you know, moving into a house, more space for the kids, and, you know, just being a better dad and being a better person that he had never, you know, not that he wasn't before, but, I mean, he ended up getting divorced. And, you know, he'll be the first to tell you that, you know, he probably wasn't the best person to be with through those years. So he took all that stuff and kind of learned from it. 
Right. So, you know, fast forward to July 1st, that time frame, and apparently they had given him a deadline of July 2nd to make his decision on what they had offered him. So July 2nd comes, we do our regular show, we get off the air, and next thing you know, you know, our boss, um, the GM of the company of Boston, was pulling us into a meeting individually, and basically um, I was told that, I was being pulled off the air because of Romero's contract, and he hadn't signed his contract. What so that's you, you. That's been my, you know, I wish I could get an answer. I oh. I wish they would have given me a respectable answer on that day. Why they, why, what I had to do with everything. Um, mm. That is, I guess, the biggest thing that always bothered me about it is that listen, I had nothing to do with anything, and I even went as far as right. after that that weekend to send this huge email about me being a part of the team and I want to win and whatever like mm-hmm. like his decision is going forward like Romero's going to make his decision I am in no part um attached to that decision I want to work for Jam and I want to work for you guys I want to be here to win yeah. I didn't you get a put response in years. And, mm-hmm. yeah and again I've only this was the only place I've ever been in my life I've only ever mm-hmm. worked at that station so I sent this email and I honestly didn't expect to get a response just because I know how they do things. And, yeah. I mean, I didn't get a response back, and I kind of, you know. So, and I really haven't gotten, uh, and at and this point in the whole thing, I'm not looking for an answer, like, anymore. I've moved on from yeah, everything. Yeah. But to be honest, yeah. like, that was the most disappointing thing because I honestly had nothing to do with anything that he was doing or anything that had to do with his mm. contract, and I wanted to be there. So. Right. And, yeah, and the next thing you know, I got fired for whatever because Romero didn't sign his contract on July 2nd. That has nothing to do with you. Yeah. So, so I the, mean, so I mean, it's a kind of long explanation of how yeah. it went down, or, you know, but that's Too basically bad. what 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 happened. So. Now, if they called you up today and been like, you know what, we made a terrible mistake, we want you to come back, would you? Um. Yes, but I wouldn't come back. I would never go back under the situation that it was um, in the sense mm-hmm. of, like, clearly, like, my financial situation coming from there and would have to be a lot better. Um, yeah. Because I wouldn't go back for the same exact deal because, again, like, I was not treated well by any means. Oh, wow. By any means. You know what I mean? Just in the sense of, like, the way I ended up at the end of the day, I mean, it didn't bet mm-hmm. me. I got out of everything. Like, I had nothing to do with anything. So I wouldn't go back that fast like that. It would have to take a lot of, like, listen, this is the way things are going to go. We apologize for this. We apologize for that. And But, again, mm-hmm. but honestly, I am not looking for that. I don't You're necessarily. You're past that, yeah. Yes, I'm really past it, and I'm in a great place. And I do 100% know and realize, and we'll take this to the grave, that they made a huge mistake. Yeah. But so. you have to you have to, I mean, they absolutely did. But at the same time, was that not the perfect time for them to do this? I mean, you you got to spend the summer with the kids. It probably um, was a little bit nerve-wracking for you because you were like, what am I going to do next? But you've got so much going on, dude. I mean, you're never not busy. Well, yeah, yeah um, I mean, that's what, it, it, it really was the absolute mm-hmm. best time they could yeah, you know, do it. I honestly, you know, you know what I did when I got fired. It was July second. I knew I wasn't going back. Mm-hmm. That was fine. I took that weekend. My family and I went up north, 
and just I cleared my head. And then that Monday I came back. I sat in a Starbucks and literally made my plan for the for my life for the, for the summer and what I was going to do for to not let that get me down. So yeah, mm-hmm. it was kind of almost a blessing in disguise, and it taught me so much about yeah. a lot of things. So absolutely, yeah. And in regards to being busy, like that's the thing. It's like it's been awesome in the sense of, like people still want to work with me. Clearly, other people saw things yeah. within me that they want to mm-hmm. partner with stuff on and and just involve me. Right. So that part was awesome, and that meant the world to me. So. Well, I mean, I am a huge campaigner for getting you on 96.9 with Pebbles and Melissa. Um, would you consider that, or has that been discussed at all? Um, still, like, contractually, I'm in a weird thing, but I mean, yeah, again, those oh. are two people that I've worked with for a long time. I've actually been in contact with mm. Pebbles about other things um, that yeah. I'm working on that she's advising me on. So, yeah, like, absolutely. I'm open to anything. Like, And I've learned, like, that's the thing, like, I'm not a closed-minded person by any means, but now I'm so open-minded about so many things that, like, I'm willing to try, to look at, to visit, to give anything a shot. Like, absolutely. I think sometimes in life we need the rug pull under us because we're so complacent and we're so, like, um, set in the regularity of everything that when we get the, the rug pulled out under us, we're like, oh, I don't think I fully understood what I had or or maybe they didn't understand what they had. So I think it's a good, to to be honest with you, I think it's a good thing. It sucks not hearing you guys on the radio. It does. But I think for you, it was a moment of clarity. So. Absolutely, and I feel the same way. And, like, again, getting fired or getting let go from a job really does suck. But, I mean, Mm -hmm. I always – and I – rely on the belief that like anybody or everybody who's ever really like you know or just everybody like it happens it just depends on what you do with it and you know i always say like you you hear these actors you hear these people like all these stories are like oh i got fired that's where i figured it out or you know Mm -hmm. tom cruise was always told that he wasn't going to be anything because he's too sure he has a weird nose and you know and stuff like that and i'm like you know what I, i have to believe in that is reality Mhm. So. Yeah, you aren't the first person to be knocked down. Look at exactly. Oprah Winfrey is the perfect example. She's too fat. She's too black. She's not going to go anywhere. And look at her. Look at her. Exactly. Exactly. So. And like clearly, she has that X factor. And people have that X factor. Like, mm-hmm. listen, you can't put it down on paper. You can't, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's just something about the person. And you know. And I do believe in that. I really do. Awesome. I like that attitude. So yeah. let's get a little weird for a second. Let's tell yeah. everybody. <laughs> so let's tell everybody how how our relationship is. It's not really a relationship. <laughs> um, oh, you mean so, when you blocked me? You blocked me on Twitter. You blocked me on everything. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> so let's talk about this. No, sure. I don't care. So I'm the type of person. <laughs> I'm laughing at myself because I'm so freaking ridiculous sometimes. No, you um, know what? I do have to say, like, you definitely had a right to, but go ahead. But get I in, have get a into strong person. So let's just first say this. I have a very strong personality, and yeah. I'm just like my aunt. If you do me wrong, I'll tell you to, you know, fuck off, and that's it. That's how I am. I can't help it. I've always been this way, even when I was a kid. So I was a huge, 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 huge fan 
and um, Boy Crazy Nonstop. I decided, because I just got in Twitter, I'm like, I'm going to tweet Santi, and I'm going to Facebook Santi. So I did, and it was <laughs> the song that I heard on Facebook. Now, let's just be honest. You and Romero always had this, like, homoerotic relationship. <laughs> like, you guys are not gay whatsoever. There's no mm-hmm. part of you that's gay. But I feel like if Tom Brady walked in the room, both of you would, like, do stuff to him. But so I thought I could get in on the joke. You know, it's one of those things where you're not part of the circle and you think that you could be part of the circle. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to joke around with Santi. I don't care. So I I tweeted out this link about um, this guy who sings awful, by the way. But he's saying, I want to be your housewife. And it was funny. I thought it was funny. So I'm laughing, blah, blah, blah. And Santi responds kind of like, oh, that's funny. But it's he's typing it. I can't obviously hear him. So then he gets on the radio, totally says, I'm creeped out by this. And I was like, oh. I remember walking into work, listening to it on my phone, and I'm like, because I had an iHeartRadio, and I'm like, oh, my God, he's such a jerk. I hate him. So, of course, I took to Twitter, being the emotional 17-year-old, 33-year-old I was, <laughs> and um, it's like, I hate you guys. Like, I'm not listening to you ever again. <laughs> and, it, like he said, blocked him everywhere. They were probably laughing their asses off and didn't even remember who I was. But um, it's one of those things where you're like, um, and Ramiro talked about this too. There's, if there's a celebrity that you have like a fight with, but they have no idea who you are. And I was like in this fight with people who didn't even know who I was. And I was the only one fighting. So... Um, cool. Yeah, go ahead. I, I, Tell your side. I, I read every single tweet and every single comment. I really do. And I try to, like, respond to everybody. I try to have, like, a discourse or conversation with as many people as possible. When you sent mm-hmm. that, I literally thought it was funny. I didn't take offense to it. I wasn't freaked <gasps> out by it. You jerk. No, but wait, wait, hold on. But let me explain. So a lot of my role on the air is to, you know, I'll, I, I, like, I'll talk about my ex-girlfriend in a way that, makes me look like the idiot or makes mm-hmm. puts the joke back on me. Every intention mm-hmm. I had was to tell the story, play the song, but have mm-hmm. the joke be on me. And I think maybe it didn't come off like that. Maybe we effectively nope. didn't execute it. And I apologize for that 100%. Aww. But what I was really attempting to do was turn the joke and make myself look like the idiot. And, mm-hmm. you know, and again, I'm really sorry because that was really not what I wanted to do was piss you off or make you feel uncomfortable or do that to you in front of Boston. But, again, mm-hmm. I was trying to make myself look like the donkey. And that's why, like, even going back to having my wife on the air, like, we usually have her on the air to tell stories that clearly highlight my idiotness. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell stories with my ex about how, you know, I drove around an entire city trying to find her one random night because like listen that story doesn't make me look like the coolest person or like anything but you know right. so that's what I was going for like that day uh, and I wonder okay. 100% feel like you had every right to feel that way because again clearly clearly we didn't execute that whole 
the whole thing like the proper way. So I do apologize for that. Oh, whatever. You didn't even remember my name after that. Shut up. I remembered you the entire time, and I remembered you when you started yeah. tweeting again. I promised you that. And I, I mean, I can still picture your, like, avatar. Yeah. And I, it was and, different and, then. I mean, it's changed now. And <laughs> it, oh, it definitely has. No, and again, and I can still, you yeah. know, I remember, every, like, every single thing. Like, again, when I say, like, mm-hmm. I read every single tweet, I read every single tweet, every single comment, and I make it a point to remember these, you know, Everybody, so trust me, you definitely stuck out, and you you definitely your impression definitely burned in burned in my mind. And again, I I always felt bad about that because again, that's not what I was going really? for that day. Yeah. Shut up! No, you didn't. I promise you. Aww. I mean, I could I could I'm... mention what your Twitter name was. Like I remember it. You can. I don't care. No, I mean it was it, um... and I might be pronouncing it wrong, but it's it was Doquan, right? Everybody says that. Well, how it's how was one the O'Quinn? Because my the name O'Quinn, was David, no. David O'Quinn. David yeah. O'Quinn. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. Um. But now you're an Emmy. So. Thought, yes, I am. Thank you yeah. for for saying that. Um, oh, of course. But it's funny because I I thought, oh my god, these people probably think I'm fucking crazy. They don't they don't even know who I am, and I'm in a fight with people that don't even know me. So I would like. <laughs> tell myself I'm not listening to them. But I'm such a um, regimented person, and I didn't know what other station to listen to. And I'm like, this is the only station I listen to. And you guys, you know, the station wakes me up in the morning. I drive in my car. I was working in Worcester at the time, and I was in Springfield, and I actually got the iHeartRadio to listen to the show specifically. So I'm like, what the hell station do I listen to now? So I'd start, like... <laughs> Sneaking it to myself, like, all right, they won't know. I'm not going to tweet about it, but I'm going to listen to it. And then slowly I started retweeting. And then, you know what? What pissed me off, what? you guys are bringing up again. And then I'd be like, I'm done with them. I hate that. <laughs> you guys would yeah, always but... do that. Like, <laughs> that's a jerk. Yeah, bringing it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but again, the, the, so you the know what? Was... I. I, I take back. I don't accept your apology because you kept bringing it up. That's right. You would like bring I never, it up every like it eight was, months. It was. It wasn't me. It was. Rose, it, it wasn't me. It was the other guy. <laughs> he was a mean girl. Oh my god, he was such a mean girl. And <laughs> the show that I remember sticks out in my head. There's two shows that I remember. One is when you were. Um. You guys were doing some marathon, and instead of running in the mud like everyone else, Santi was on the grass running down the hill. Oh, and then that, was... The... <laughs> that was the first show I commented on, I think. The very first show I ever commented on Twitter. Um, I still don't understand why you did that. I think you said I what, know. that um, that you didn't want to get your sneakers dirty. I'm like, he sounds funny. Like, I, I just thought... He sounds so funny. And then I saw her picture. I was like, whoa. And then um, I saw that picture of you in some Boston. Uh, what was it? You were, like, sitting down. And you, they made fun of that picture for, like, months. You were sitting down. Oh, with, and you were, like, spread eagle. Yeah, like, yeah. It was uh, Stuff what was magazine. What was that magazine? It was, yeah. um, <laughs> it was for... Uh, 
the um, the sexiest of Boston for a specific year, and um, we had to go down and do like a photo shoot thing. Um, so mm-hmm. they had me sit down with my legs open, but I don't know if it was my meant God. to be like a neurotic picture like that, but it definitely <laughs> came off with me with my legs open, that and that's all you that's all you saw was just crotch. Yep. Yeah. Joanne's a lucky woman. Um, I'm just kidding. Oh, thank I you. Love I, well, you know what? I, I like to tell her that, but she doesn't think so. She goes, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I love your relationship with her. It's just so funny. I miss that a lot on the radio. It was it was really funny. Well, yeah, um, we always tried to, or I always try to keep things pretty real when it comes to relationships and all that stuff. Like, even, like, balance out those funny things with, like, the bad stuff, too. You know, so... The other show that I remember was, and that actually got me, like, back, was when um, Romero did talk about his divorce on air. And that was, like, the most heartbreaking thing. I have this thing where if I see, like, a really, really masculine guy crying or upset, I lose it. I just can't, I can't handle it. If it's a movie, if it's real life, whatever, I can't handle it. And so here I am listening to him talk about this, and I'm just like, I lost it while I was driving. I, like, had to pull over. I was all upset. I get too involved in stuff, I think. So um, not anymore. But um, that actually got me back for a little bit. And, um, yeah, so I guess I'm just a little little sad that you guys aren't there anymore. um, Well, let me talk about the divorce thing. He, um, you know, Mm -hmm. he... That weekend, because he, he did really that on a Monday. Yeah, he did that I on know. a Monday. And no, actually, sorry, he did that on a Tuesday because we had that Monday off, and he we actually came to my house on Monday, because he and his mm-hmm. wife had been um, kind of separated. You know, he was staying yep. with, his, with his with his mother for like a couple weeks, and Which then no he texted me that, and then he was gonna go home that weekend uh, to kind of mm-hmm. like work things out. So he texted me that Monday. I was like, Hey, do you mind if I come by today? I'm like, Yeah, sure. Um, and I kind of got a sense of, like, all right, this might not be good. Something's going on. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so he came here, he had his sunglasses on, and we sat out on my back deck. He, my wife and I, and then he basically just told us uh, what was going on and, you know, and what was happening, and he was definitely not happy about it in the sense of, like, he understood. Mm-hmm. Um, he was sad about the whole thing, and it was definitely one of the more, it was basically around that time is where we, like, we were good friends before, but, through that whole that process, we definitely mm-hmm. became really good friends. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and that was a tough time for him. And, you know, it was a tough time for about six months, like, af- after that. And then around, like, June of the next year, because that was around maybe four years ago this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, around June of the next year is where he really started to, like, find himself again. And, you know, he started to smile more. And, you know, he really became a different person. And, like, again, not many people will go through – things in life and become a better person like you know especially when it comes mm-hmm. to divorce like I, like you, you you always hear these stories people break up and you know it's like a lot mm-hmm. of times we all we all do it because i've done it uh you know it's always the other person but he definitely took the responsibility for the divorce and he definitely uh oh, changed yeah, he his did. ways from mm-hmm. that point and it's definitely mm-hmm. not an easy thing to do especially when you're in your mid-30s so mm-hmm. not yeah, only that yeah, definitely. but he's a public figure so it's like he's doing all this publicly and 
Yeah, yeah, and it's just like, you um, know, getting fired, getting divorced. When it happens mm-hmm. publicly, it definitely sucks. And that's why he went on the air on Tuesday and said we hate what he had to say. And, you know, when you get somebody on your mm-hmm. team that's willing to do that, I mean, I'm, that's why it's, mm-hmm. you know, easy for me to be more than willing to talk about embarrassing stories because, listen, this guy went on the air, told the world about his divorce, and, that, and in a way that didn't really make mm-hmm. him look like a great person. And i got to respect that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think in life, just to go back to what you were saying, you have friends, and there's always that moment in your friendship where it changes. And whether it's, you know, a, a long talk, whether it's an event, something always changes that friendship. And I have a lot of moments like that with my friends. I actually mentioned that in one of my past shows. And I'm glad that you guys have that. It makes you guys sound, you know, I mean, because I think the average Bostonian who listened to you guys thought you guys were, like, super famous, super celebrities. It kind of brings you down. You know, yeah. it makes you real. So I, I appreciate well, you sharing that. Yeah, and that's always been our thing, too, is being honest and down to earth. Mm-hmm. Like, we always would joke mm-hmm. around, like, listen, we're just two idiots who tell jokes into a microphone. Because that's really yeah. how we view ourselves. Like, listen, I'll sit there and hang out with anybody. I'll give anybody my phone number. I'll say, listen, let's meet out for drinks. Like, we, you know, because <laughs> I do believe that nothing sets me aside from anybody else, really. Like, right. I, I just right. do my work differently. I just say it into a microphone. So, and that's always been our thing, like, tomorrow night we're, we'll be out in Boston, and you know, I'll tweet out, hey, who wants to come out for drinks? Like, we're just that, we're just down to earth. And even through this whole whole process, like, we've still hung out, you know, we still get oh, good. together, we, you know. Yeah. So. Um, have you guys thought about doing your own show together, like, Romero and Santi on some other station? Um, well, he's, you know, he's still on the contract. He really can't do anything until next year. Oh. So there's all these, like, legal, weird things going on. But it also, you know, it's... so awful. Yeah, so it gives, you know... So, I don't know. I mean, would I love to work with him again? Absolutely. There are not many people Mm -hmm. on this earth who, um... Who got me like that. Who really, like, understood and let Mm -hmm. me be me. And to the point where I, like, literally, I feel like I... I flourished because he allowed me to, because he saw something, mm-hmm. he saw little things, you know, and he allowed me to be me. So I would love to work with right. him again, and I literally will, you know, there's there's no better teammate I've ever had in my life than him, so. So, um, see, it sounds so less gay right now. It's, you guys Who? you guys have always oh, no. make it sound so gay on the radio. I didn't understand. Oh, no, no, no. Don't, don't get me wrong. <laughs> if, if, if you get a chance, look look at my Instagram because we, we uh, took a picture maybe like a month ago where we were both on a paddleboard. And uh, mm-hmm. no, we, we're probably gayer now than we've ever been. And, you know. Oh, my God. You guys so, And we're fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. You you guys are hilarious, and I. the thing that really draws me to you guys is the fact that you can make fun of each other and the fact that you can go there. And <laughs> before he left, I, I actually talked about this. I actually wrote him an email that you guys read on air, and there's a line in it <laughs> that says, you know, I forgot exactly what I said, but I'm like, I want your opinion because, like, you're a jerk or something. I didn't say jerk, but I just said, you know, oh, yeah. I forgot what I said. But but I have to say that he was absolutely right. You know, um, through this whole process, like I, like you had alluded to, obviously, and everybody knows, I've become, you know, I'm transitioning and I'm Emmy now. But um, 
recently I've gotten some confidence and I'm putting myself out there a little bit, not a whole lot, but I kind of remember what he was saying. And, you know, he said, you know, if you walk in there like a jerk, people are going to be like, I don't want to be with that person. But if you walk in there with confidence and like a good person, then, you know, and I just always wanted to um, tell him that I appreciated his words and um, I listened. So next time you talk to him, tell him that. Well, good. I will see him tomorrow. I definitely will share that with oh. him. And uh, I definitely want to, yeah. you know, I can't, I can't ever put myself in your shoes or what other people go through mm-hmm. when they transition. Yeah. So I commend you so much for do for um, having you. the courage to one take that step, two mm-hmm. put yourself out there like that, and three just be a mm-hmm. champion for the whole community. So I really, you mm-hmm. know, because I have friends that um. Are, op- are openly gay and all, you know, and so mm-hmm. I commend you and thank you for that, so. Oh, thank you. You definitely are making this world, like, better. Aw. Yeah, right, and now, even listen, little things, listen, like. You're married with kids. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> no, I do have to say, so, like, when I write in my blog. Um, yeah. When I, when oh, I write, blog when I, What is it? So, if you go to SantiDiolio.com, um, I have a blog yes. page on there, and I write a lot about my kids. Okay. And I'm always very careful to, um, not careful, but I always leave, you know, when I reference them growing older and getting mm-hmm. married, I always put in mm-hmm. there with ever who, you know, in just in the sense of like whoever they choose to be with and, you know, whether it's husband, wife, or Amazing. partner, because again, like, honestly, you never know. And I want mm-hmm. them to know that from day one, I support anything any person that they want to be with, and I support who they truly are as people. So I wow, definitely that's amazing. believe in everything. So, yeah. I think that that's something that we don't – see, that's the type of personality we don't get from you on the radio. We just get this, like, crazy guy who's got kids that are married, and he'll do anything for a son. So it's nice to yeah. see the other side of you, this, like, not serious, but, like, this, like, deep introspective view. I like it. Yeah. Well, and it's not I mean, going to last for long, but I like it. <laughs> no, but again, I do like to show that side of it, and hopefully yeah. I can get back on the air and, you know, allow some of these other things to come out and develop more, you know, for the audience. So, mm-hmm. so what I'm under, because I just want to recap for everybody who may be confused or whatever. So basically, you two are under contract till the end of the year, and you can't really do anything else. Uh, from what I understand, yeah, he's under a hard contract till the end of the year, and he really can't oh. even talk to anybody till January. Um, uh, uh, mine's not as crazy, so I can literally to go talk uh, to people tomorrow. But I'm kind of, you know, there's still weirdness. Um, yeah, there's a lot of legal BS that I. And kinda, it sounds like, like you don't want to do anything without him. Uh, my first choice would definitely to be yeah. on board with yeah, this. yeah, like absolutely yeah. And, you know, in the meantime, yeah, and in mm-hmm. the meantime, I've been able to develop a lot of things that mm-hmm. I always want, want, wanted to do, and now I can kind of focus on all that stuff. So it's been, it, it's been really mm-hmm. good, and I'm really trying to focus on um, connecting with people, working with different brands, and, you know, doing a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So And, again, it's all been positive, so I can't complain about it. So let's just talk about, so you have com. When a fan goes on your page, what is, what's some of the things that they can, like, see? I know you have a clothing line. Are you still doing that? I am doing the clothing line. I've kind of, um, I don't want to say put it on the back burner, but I'm focusing so much mm-hmm. on establishing myself as a media personality, not just a guy that you hear on the radio. Okay. 
So I'm mm-hmm. kind of been, you know, making sure that all my social media is up to date and on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do mm-hmm. have a clothing line. It's a CrossFit-inspired uh, T-shirt line. Um, but when mm-hmm. you go on my website, I mean, you can do anything from, like, read about me, contact me, events. But the most important part about it is, like, I want I put a lot of stuff up on my blog and just talk about my personal life, my family life, and even stuff that I'm involved in, stuff with the circus, with Marvel Live, um, with a couple of brands I'm the brand ambassador for. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and then, uh, you know, you can keep updated with me on social media across the board at Santi Diolio. And again, mm-hmm. if you reach out to me, I'll reach out to you back. So, mm-hmm. but don't joke too much with him, because then he'll turn it around. Mm-hmm. And you'll no, 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 him. no, no. Trust me. Uh, From this point kidding. on, the joke will always be about me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I'm so shocked to hear that you actually like took that to heart. I'm so shocked because I well, know I that because... at the time. Um, Pebbles was like, oh, because I was tweeting her. She's like, oh, take a joke. I'm like, no, you take a joke. <laughs> so yeah, mad. no. I, was so I definitely mad. was because my thing is, and, you know, listen, I want to be liked by everybody. I mean, I don't ever want a person being like, oh, I don't I yeah. don't like him. That's, that's, that's my insecurity there. You, you know what I mean? So when you, like, you know, when you let it be, be known, your feelings, I was like, man, I'm a hush. You know, I kind of messed up there. I really feel like a dick, so... Again, wait a I minute, definitely... wait, 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 back up. How did you know that I blocked you? Because I couldn't find you anymore. You were looking for me? What were you going to say? I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to say uh, see what you were tweeting. But I realized that you blocked me. Yeah, we all have a little stalker with in us, right? I mean, mine is, like, very obvious. I'll tell you I'm a stalker. I didn't know you oh, were a download stalker. Mine's 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 a lot more sneaky. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah, um, like God forbid you ever check my uh my uh my uh insta my uh my internet history. History, yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Wait a minute. Who are you stalking? You're not stalking me. You can't be doing that. <laughs> I fuck I fuck them all. You be, no, you can't do that. I actually um. <laughs> I actually got Tinder. One of the things oh, that yeah? I did this weekend was I got Tinder, and it reminded me of you. And really, I'm no longer on Tinder. That that place is crazy. Those people are nuts. How do you survive? Do you survive? Yeah, like again, I had Tinder just to see what it was all about, but my wife made me get yeah. rid of it, and oh, I understand. Okay. It's nuts. I I mean, I put up safe pictures, you know, I'm not like this like whore. And the the sexiest picture I put up was from this weekend when I met my husband, um, Jonathan Scott. And I have like sort of like a strip in the shirt and the, but I had a overcoat on. And like you should see you should have seen some of the messages. I'm like, gay men don't even talk like this and gay men are like very sexual. You straight guys are like, holy mother. It's like, you know what, I, I think it's, um, I think now that the trans community is more prevalent, you got these guys that feel like it's okay to um, have relations with trans women. This one guy was like, I didn't know you weren't a real woman. Oh, oh, well, well, do you want to come over and, you know, get me off? 
I'm like, what? No. <laughs> it's made me even more prude than I was before, and I was pretty bad. So I don't know. I, I, I think I'm going to stay away from Tender and Grinder and, yeah, that, I'm good with all that. I don't even Match.com. I was getting dirty emails from Match.com. So I don't even. I don't even know what I'm gonna do anymore. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I always <sighs> say whether it's that or this, just don't give up. You know, there are people out there definitely, and you know, and I always say this even to everybody: like, believe in love mm-hmm. because it definitely does exist. Well, I think the good thing about me is that I've been single since August 2011, and I've actually been celibate as well. So if I talk to a guy and it doesn't work out, I'm not devastated. I'm not like, oh, my God, I really liked him. I'm just like, whatever, I'm alone. I, I'm I'm happy alone, so I don't care. The thing I'm worried about, and I guess you could help me with it, I'm worried about, like, being at a bar mm-hmm. with my friends and some drunk straight guy hits on me. I'm just worried that if I say no, because heavy drinking turns me off so bad. It's like, get away from me. I don't care how hot you are. If you're completely smashed when we meet, I want nothing to do with you. How do I handle that? You know, like this drunk guy hitting on me and I want him to go away. I mean, Unless he's scared I mean, he might get physical. That's what I'm scared of. I mean, in a bar, most likely they won't because there's people around. Mm, okay. Uh, but just, I mean, I would like I would start politely saying, you know, I appreciate it. It's flattering, but yeah, I am all set. You know, start that angle. Mm. If it escalates, you know, get a little more stern with them. Like, no, I am good. And if it gets to like a where you're starting to get really uncomfortable, I would let a bouncer know or like a bartender know. Yeah. Um, like um, honestly, that's the best way. And you know, and it's hard for me to understand what like the crazy thought is because like I'm pretty like yeah. if somebody were to say to me I'm mm-hmm. all set I'm like okay fine alright then I'll move it along but I know mm-hmm. that there are idiots out there so and I want you to know because you had mentioned that you want you know your kids to grow up in a good world and all that good stuff I don't know if you saw um, wait do you even follow me anywhere um, I think you just stalk oh. I don't think you follow me anyway yeah. um <laughs> I went into T-Mobile on Friday, and the moment I walked in, because I, when I first started transitioning at August 1st, I was like a 13-year-old teenage girl. I just, I wasn't sure about myself. I, I didn't wear, like, wigs. I didn't wear makeup. I was just like, eh, I'm, I'm transitioning. I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it. Well, September 11th came, and something changed in me, and I just started doing everything, so... um I walked into T-Mobile on Friday, and the moment I walked in, the girl goes, hi, ma'am, and I almost looked behind myself. I'm like, oh, hi. They never, like, it was her and another guy. They never once, even when she had my ID sitting in front of her computer, never once said he, him, sir. They were so respectful. It was her. It was she. It was amazing, amazing customer service. And oh, um, awesome. I, I actually tweeted T-Mobile and told them that was amazing. And then I called the um, the uh, store on Saturday and I thanked them for that. And the guy, Marco, who is so freaking hot, he um, 
he said, you know, I treat everybody the same way because that's how I was raised. I'm like, wow, you're awesome. Yeah, and absolutely. And, um, and, at the, and, and, and at the end of the day, we're all people. Yeah. So I think your kids yeah. are going to grow up in a good good place. So. Yeah, I mean, I try to explain to them, like, everything. Like, even with mm-hmm. my son, who's five, you know, um, just even with little things, like with religion, with everything, I mm-hmm. tell him as honest as possible because when he's confronted or when he sees stuff or when he, you know, he's not freaked out by anything, he understands it. Or And, and, and what I don't want is for him to ever make that person feel less of a person because of their religion, because of the way they look, or who they mm-hmm. choose to be, be in a relationship with. So I absolutely explain mm-hmm. them to everything. And I always say, like, listen, they're different people, but we're all human and we're all the same. So Now, what would... I mean, I think I know the answer, but how would you and Joanne feel if one of your kids said to you, you know, your girl said, you know, one of your girls said, Daddy, Mommy, I want to be a boy, or your son said, I want to be a girl. How would you guys take that? Um, Especially no, a boy, I want to say. Yeah, um, it would be a shock because, you yeah. know, just because it's not, one, unfortunately in this world, it's not what you picture. Just because when mm-hmm. they're born a boy, yeah. you just kind of, you know, go through the thing. But yeah. yeah. Two, it would be kind of a shock, but three and four mm-hmm. is like, listen, I would want him to be whatever he's happy is with in life. That's the most mm-hmm. important thing to me. And then I would also just make sure that I hope I didn't treat, you know, just to know that I did, I treated him well and I didn't ever make him feel bad mm-hmm. for anything. And, you know, but, yeah, whatever he's happy is with is what is most important at the end of the day. I'm sure if that happened, there would be a process getting through everything. But I feel like mm-hmm. if that does happen, I am really well prepared and really accepting to anything and, Something like that. Again, if he's happy, then I'm good. Awesome. You know, because I, I often ask my my um, this girl Jamie, who I've known since I I was ten and she was eight. She's like my sister, and I actually asked her husband one day. Their son is twelve. I said, "What would happen if you know, Dietrich was gay?" He's like, "Uh, oh, well, I mean, I'd have a hard time with it, but you know." I wouldn't want him to be. And I said, well, why? And he's like, look at everything you went through. You went through some hard times. And that was in the 80s and 90s. These kids are getting bullied and killing themselves. I'd be so afraid. And I'm like, I didn't even think about that. You know, so hearing you say that, it's it's awesome, but it's also another side that I didn't, I don't know. It's another side of Santi I didn't expect. I don't, I, I'm liking it. I'm liking this, Santi. Good. <laughs> So, I guess I can wrap it up with you. That sounded so bad. Um, sorry. Uh, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> I'm always so awkward. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> I'm fine with me. What is what have you got going on um, in the works for yourself? I know you're kind of like probably biding your time, but um, yeah, anything so you can discuss, I, am... I will say. So, what am I doing, basically, right now? Yeah, like, are you doing any, well, you said that you're hanging out with him, with Romero tomorrow. You can plug your appearances. I don't mind. Well, no, I don't think there's an, it's, it's, there's an event for, an, this is like an industry mm-hmm. night with all these chefs that I got invited to. So, basically, okay. um, what I'm doing now is, 
I'm brand ambassador to iSlides, who they are a startup company um, based out uh-huh. of Norwood, and they make uh-huh. custom slides like those cool sandals. And I'm one of their brand uh-huh. ambassadors and doing some design work with them. And uh, we're getting ready to release my own personal custom slide that will be up on my website and theirs. And then uh-huh. I'm also doing stuff with like the circus and Marvel Live, where I'm covering their events, going out there doing some hosting stuff for them before the shows when they come uh-huh. to town and uh just keeping busy and i'm also consulting with a few other companies and brands where i kind of like um you know help them with ideas help them with direction and help them with social media stuff uh-huh. cool. and at the end of the day i'm focusing on myself too because i guess like at the end of the day that's the most important thing i'm setting myself up to kind of um you know just be more successful and have more of a deeper reach with social with with the internet with youtube with everything so Mm-hmm. Now, just one more time for people, they can find you on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and I'm, <laughs> I miss the, I, you know what I'm going to say, right? I miss uh, it when you're like, oh, follow yeah. me at Chatsnap, follow me at Chatsnap. <laughs> yeah, I want to stumble on the words, but yeah, you can follow me on all that stuff, um, at Santi Diolio, and it's all the same across the board, and, you know, I kind of try to yeah. share as much as I can with, with my personal life through mm-hmm. all those uh, social media platforms. Mm-hmm. And his website is SantiDiolio.com. Yes. Um, it was amazing talking to you. I love talking to you. I could talk to you all night. Well, I look forward to coming back. I mean, this was cool. It was fun. Oh, my God. And yeah. I missed Hello. this, so, yeah. Aw. I wish, I wish you were on the radio every day. Well, again, the biggest part I miss about it is connecting with people. So that's the one thing about it yeah. that I like, can't wait to get back. So and 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 this was good, and I you know I appreciate you having me on, and I like Absolutely. again just let me know whenever you want me to come back. So. All right. Cool. All right, well, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it, and we cleared a lot of stuff up. I, I feel like there's like a hug going on here, but you know you're in New Hampshire, and I'm here. Yeah, well, when we see each other in person, we'll have to brace for extra long then. No, no, because you're going to, like, try to, like, feel my boobs, and that's going to be weird. I know. I already know you're going to do that. It's not going to happen. Is that... Well, okay, I promise you I won't. I promise you I, I promise I won't on the first hug, but at least I'll promise. Then, then let me just wait till the second one, then. You're so much like my other guy friends. You're so disgusting. I can't even deal with you right now. I really can't. Well, thank you again for coming on. Definitely tell Ramiro that, you know, we all love and miss him. And, um, yeah, it was great talking to you. It was awesome talking to you. Definitely, and uh, I look forward to talking to you again. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. And, um, again, you can follow him on Santa Diolio across the board. You can follow me at emmymorgan76 on the same things. I still don't understand Snapchat, but I'm on there. So thanks again for listening, everybody. Have a good night. Bye, Santi. Thanks, Emmy. Still thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Spilled Tea and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Spilled Tea. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of The Spilled Tea. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 